Shalom. Very good. Uh, Shalom is the Hebrew greeting, which means peace. And today, many Jewish people all over the world are finding that true peace comes through knowing Jesus, the Messiah, the Prince of Peace. It's a real honor for me to be here with you this morning. I'm a fellow Concordian. Uh, I graduated from River Forest. Uh, I have two daughters, uh, Virginia and Monica, one who graduated from uh, Concordia Mequon and another who's there now. Uh, we're members, my wife Kathleen and I are members of West Portal Lutheran Church in San Francisco, and we've sent a number of uh, students here uh, to Concordia, including Emma Curtis, wherever Emma is now, uh, who's one of my daughter's classmates from West Portal Lutheran School. But to be here this morning and to have this opportunity is a high honor. Uh, in addition to uh, being on staff with Jews for Jesus, I'm also, uh, I also serve on the board of directors of Lutheran Bible Translators, and if you'd like to know a little bit more of how a nice Lutheran boy like me ended up with Jews for Jesus, I'll be available afterwards. Uh, my father also um, was an LCMS pastor, and when, he, uh, when Concordia was just being started here, he helped uh, donate some books for your library to be started. So again, it's a high honor to be with you here this morning. And each of you should have received one of these cards when you came in. And if you could take it out at this time, I'd appreciate it. I would appreciate it if you would fill this out. And there's a tear-off portion, which you can keep as a prayer reminder to pray for us in our ministry uh, by filling it out and enable us to be able to keep in touch with you and and let you know what we're doing uh, as a ministry at Jews for Jesus to reach Jewish people uh, with the gospel. Anyone who fills out a card this morning... Uh, we'll, I'll, I'll be happy to mail you uh, this uh, music CD uh, by New Light Ruins called You Are Home. One of the things that I've been doing for, with Jews for Jesus for the past 24 years is running our children and youth programs called Camp Gilgal. And uh, my camp name is Moose. Uh, the New Light Ruins group are uh, three of my grown-up campers. So if you'd like to receive that CD, just fill out the card, put it on the table in the back, and be happy to keep in touch with you in that way. Uh, this morning, I want to take you uh, through just a, a brief overview of some of the gospels, uh, the gospel and the feasts of Israel. Uh, the feasts of Israel, I often uh, say that it's what I didn't learn in Confirmation. Uh, and particularly, I want to focus on Passover, and tonight I'll be telling you a little bit more about that as I lead a Seder. But uh, the Jewish holidays, the Jewish festivals, a number of them, uh, Jewish people in a lighthearted way kind of describe them as, um, uh, they tried to kill us, we won, let's eat. Uh, but really, it's a little bit more than that. In fact, it's a lot more than that. Uh, the feasts of Israel are recorded in Leviticus 23, the seven chief feasts of Israel, and also the Sabbath itself. These were occasions where the people of God would stop their day-to-day routine and to acknowledge the Lord and worship him, recognize their dependence on him. And they would follow the agricultural year, and then the Sabbath would be a weekly reminder In Leviticus 23, they're referred to as holy convocations or sacred assembly. The Hebrew word for that is moed. So uh, even here at Concordia, uh, you have been provided uh, on a daily basis with an opportunity to meet in moed, to meet in a holy convocation, a sacred assembly. 
And the great part about, the, about Moed is that it allows us to stop our routine, our regular routine, to rest in the Lord and to acknowledge our dependence on him and to worship him. And I think it's beautiful that this morning we're all meeting here in Moed. Now, the other feasts of Israel are, as I said, are recorded in Leviticus 23. The amazing thing about it is they all point to Jesus. See, God's plan for us is to do for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. God's plan has always been to save us throughout history. And his plan of redemption is clearly seen in all the feasts of Israel and uh, particularly in the story of Passover. One of the feasts is um, the Feast of Tabernacles. It's actually the last of the seven feasts. It's in the fall. And something that's interesting uh, for me as a Lutheran, for us uh, who, are, who are Lutherans, is the fact that even in our liturgy, we sing oftentimes, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And this was taken from Psalm 118. Psalm 113 through 118 are the psalms of Hallel, the psalms of praise. And these were sung century after century after century before the time of Jesus. And they were, uh, they were uh, psalms of praise, but they were actually a prayer that God would send them Messiah. And that maybe at this particular Feast of Tabernacles that Messiah would come. And isn't it fascinating that in John chapter 8, this is what uh, was, uh, the people uh, exclaimed and shouted, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord uh, during the triumphal entry, which we know is Palm Sunday. So these all point to Jesus. Uh, Passover is um, uh, also uh, uh, an opportunity for God to clearly say to the people and do for them what they couldn't do for themselves. In Passover, and the scripture reading this morning was from Luke, and it's about preparation. Now, I can't tell you all about Passover right now, because I'm going to do that tonight. But just to let you know, and you're all invited at 7 p.m. in the third floor conference center, which I've never even been to in Grim Hall, I'm going to take you through a Passover Seder, and it's going to be a very hands-on experience. It's very meaningful, and it's very fun, and you're all invited. But uh, these items here are part of the the Passover um, celebration that's done and right in the home. Preparation is a key part of it. And as I said, um, Passover clearly shows God's plan of redemption. Uh, Jesus was Jewish, and he celebrated all the feasts. Uh, During Passover, uh, he uh, celebrated it with his disciples in the upper room. And this Passover was the occasion to commemorate what God had done for his people. That the Jewish people were in bondage and slavery in Egypt for over 400 years. And it seemed hopeless. But yet God promised that he would deliver his people. And God always keeps his promises. So Moses went to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. And Pharaoh with his heart hardened before the Lord refused. And the Egyptians had to suffer through a number of plagues. The last of the plagues was the slain of the firstborn. And in order for Israel to spare their firstborn, they were commanded to slay a spotless, unblemished lamb and pour the blood of the lamb into a basin, take hyssop, vegetation that grows in the Middle East, dip it into the blood and sprinkle it over the doorposts and over the lentil so the angel of death would pass over their homes and spare their firstborn. And that's where we get the word Passover. 
And Jesus is our Passover lamb. John the Baptist exclaimed uh, when he saw Jesus, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And when Jesus was celebrating Passover with his disciples in the upper room, he took the bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take and eat. This is my body, which has been given for you. And afterwards, in the same manner, he took the cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take and drink. This is the new covenant in my blood, which has been shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. Right in the midst of Passover, Jesus was sending his disciples a very clear message, and that message is the same for us this morning. He was telling them, I love you, and I'm providing you with a way of escape, a way of redemption. You don't have to live in your sins anymore. I paid the price once and for all. See, God uh, truly has been at active uh, at work throughout history to do for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. His plan has always been to save us. And in Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, he has wiped away our sins and given us eternal life. Amen.